right. How do we start this shit off? Randy Hurt and uh, is it a work or not? Is I don't know if it's a work or not, but uh, oh, is that the intro? What can I say that's fucking funny? I think Becky Lynch then watched way too much fucking Fifth Element. Oh man, welcome to the to the Matt Russell cast. Yeah, that was that on the head, man. Becky Lister watched too much Fifth Element. And tonight we had, or, well, if you're not, if you don't understand what's going on, this, the title of this episode is Better Late Than Never. Because <laughs> we late as fuck getting right. this shit out. Right. <laughs> but uh, this is uh, To The Matt WrestleCast, our weekly review for the week of May 23rd, 2022. Or May 30th, 2022, if, depending on how you count that shit. But, um, all or nothing happened. We're going to say that for the end of the show because that was a beast ass pay per view. Again, they delivered. Fire. They fire. delivered. Nobody can't even hate on that event. Can't even hate on that event. Uh, so, we're going to take y'all back to May 23rd, though. To Monday Night Raw. Uh, we're leading up to, well, the aftermath of the unification of the tag team champions, you know, we the ones, we the ones, <laughs> called that, we knew the Usos was going to take it, now the bloodline has all the gold. Started off with, uh, Matt Riddle coming out, giving us the unfortunate update that Randy Orton was wrestling hurt. Um, he's going to take some time off for his back. At least it's not a shoulder this time, thank God. But. Right, right. You know, he got some shoulder problems since yeah. he was younger. But, uh, he taking some time off to help his back. I mean, it just makes sense to get a bloodline all the gold at this point. They running real hot. They looking unstoppable. So, uh, Riddle says he'll get his revenge on the Usos when that time comes. And then out comes the crash test dummy in the Usos. <laughs> To attack Riddle. Oh my God! Hilarious. <laughs> Sammy Zayn. Oh man, Sami Zayn and the Usos come out to attack Riddle, and he's saved by none other than the Street Profits, and they brought themselves into a six-man tag team match. Um, As expected, you saw, yeah, you saw that coming. Saw it coming. Once you knew everyone involved. <laughs> you saw it coming. You can't you know, the have typical, uh, right. WWE way to set up a six-man match. Well, they have to have their. They have to display what's left of their tag team division. So they put them in the six man. They looked in that Teddy Long playbook, <laughs> and then you had the street fire, the street profits and Riddle going over on the Usos, which makes sense because they put the they put the hurting on the boys on Friday, boy. I, mean, I know they're supposed and to be heels. But, yeah, yeah, I know they're supposed yeah. to be heels, but damn. <laughs> so, thoughts on that match? The, hold on, which one? Six man tag. Yeah. Like I said, it was, it was, it was just expected. It was the opener, though, for real, for yeah. real. You know, get the crowd riled up. It wasn't really nothing much to it, though, for real, for real. I kind of feel like it kind of set the tone for Raw a little bit because. Raw seemed like it went by pretty fast. Yeah, 
That's the start of the week. Yeah, it do. They they, they were all Look, we we complain about them three hours, but it's like once they, you know, once it's over with, we like, damn, that was fast. <laughs> because you know what it is, I think they finally every so often they get into this groove, especially yeah, you know I'm you got glad. Hell in a Cell coming up. They get into this I'm glad groove. You said where, every so often. Yeah, like they get into this groove where it's just like you'll watch Raw, I'm like man, but then you watch Raw and they just have one of them episodes. I'm like, damn, that one, my, I want more. <laughs> you know, like I, I want to <laughs> see where this <laughs> go. What happened? Like, yeah. So, I mean, that's how I feel about that match. Like, it was what it was. Um, it was to be expected. Riddle going over. They're trying to sell him as baby face right now. Um, especially considering what happened on SmackDown that week as well. We're going to get there. Um, the following match you had, well, after that, you had the segment where Bobby Lashley challenged Old Monster Hell in the Cell. And he also came up with um, the main event, which we're going to get. Well, not the main event. The co-main event is what I'm looking for. Where uh he was gonna challenge MVP, MVP in his first match in years. The winner of that match gets to choose a stipulation for hell in the cell. It's, hey, it's, it's nice to see he's staying in shape though, for real. Oh, MVP? Yeah. Yeah, his age. I mean, he's a judo champion and stuff. You know that knee is looking pretty well. Why not utilize him again? That's how I feel. Right. I mean, we're not expecting a United States Intercontinental Championship. Right? Nah, no, not at but, all. Not at all. I mean, I wouldn't be mad to see that, but not yeah, at all. But MVP is enhancement talent slash manager is a, is a pretty good fit for him. Keeps him employed, you know. Uh, keeps his kids fed. He's probably making a, about a million dollars a year in his position. I can't complain about that. <laughs> so, I'm all for it. Um, then we had the Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley versus AJ Styles and Liv Morgan. The Judgment Day. Uh, they got, uh, well, they defeated AJ Styles and Liv Morgan, which is to be expected. Yeah, I don't Ooh. see them, uh, like I said, the, 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 the AJ Styles, I mean, other than the fact that they're both club members, I, they're only together just to, you know, the put over the Judgment Day. I, I, you know, I'm calling it what it is. So yeah, I mean, you got two young talents. Edge doesn't have to wrestle that much. It's very, being very influential. And quite honestly, I don't think they need to add anybody else to the Judgment Day. I think the Judgment, the judgment Day is strong as it is. Um, I think the days of four-man factions are over as far as mainstream wrestling is concerned. Because uh, we're going to talk about Double or Nothing in a minute. But, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three-man factions are in, four-man factions are out. Because, I mean, it, it's just, it makes sense booking-wise. That's that's the way I'm looking at it. You can book it easier that way. Um, then we have Veer Mahan on the King's Court. Oh, I missed this. Uh, No, they wanted to uh, give, Veer, give Veer some more shine because he's going over like a wet blanket on concrete. So, <laughs> he's on the King's Court. You know, King's asking him questions. Veer kind of playing off the whole tough guy act. And he was like, something about threatening wrestlers, whatever. I don't remember Vermeer's what he said. But he said, Whoa, you know, what? Jerry Lawler. We're talking, we're talking about King, Jerry the King Lawler's King's Court, right? Yeah. Oh, I most definitely missed this. <laughs> <laughs> so, he was like, so how... He's like, do you feel threatened, King? Like, you know, I thought King was going to take a bump. I'm like, all right, that heart doing better than I thought. So he gets to King's face, starts threatening King, intimidating King, like he's going to beat him up. And then uh, he takes out 
He takes out the Mysterios again for trying to play hero. Oh, oh, they came down yeah, there. Yeah, they, they came down there and then uh, they took the beat again. Can we get this man a real opponent, please? Yeah, I, like, yeah, this yeah, it's overkill at this point. How many times are you gonna beat up the and it, the what made it even worse for me was that the when the last time has Mysterio's been on TV? No, it's actually he's the one who uh, is it was it him who like took the who was no yeah took he took him TV. out but I mean like how long have they been off TV at this point? Yeah. And then he's been for the better part of a month he's been battling local talent. Yeah, I, I, I don't like that. That when I, I don't like that part of uh, when we building up this monster. I, don't, I mean, I get it. I just don't like you know the the the. the why are we bringing these local talent? Okay, let let someone in the back you know get a chance. Even though we know it's gonna be a squash match, let someone in the back who you know you're clearly not using. Let them be the one who puts them over. I say just get this man a real opponent. Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, exactly. No, hey, that's what it, what it boils down to. Hit him with the, hey, uh, Shanky, you want to be on Raw tonight? <laughs> you know? Hey, you over there at Catering, you still work here? Uh, want to be on Raw tonight? Yeah, okay. Uh, you're going to take an L well, to no, beer. They, they got some weird shit going on with Shanky right now. We're going to get there because I see Shanky. All right, all right. Honestly. (laughs) So we got uh, Alexa. It's the name, bro. (laughs) Shanky. I I, I get the reason why he's on the main roster. I just don't see him as anything serious. Like, I don't know. Um, But, yeah, like, Veer takes out the Mysterios again. So Veer was there. Um, (laughs) We had Alexa Bliss defeat Nikki Ash. Or Nikki A-S-H. Oh, no. No, no. I like her her promo before the match, though. She said, I got a best friend who's running around in a costume pretending to be a superhero. And right now, my best friend is a doll. Yeah. She said, it doesn't make sense. He said, he said, it doesn't make sense when you say it out loud, but who, who, who cares? Yeah, like Alexa is just Alexa. <laughs> we knew she was going to go over Alexa is money. She puts asses in seats. And I mean, that's just the gist of it. I, I can't, until they take away that ASH, get her out of the outfit. Let her be Nikki Cross again. Yeah, facts. It's been a failed experiment. Now you're putting her with Dewdrop, and you're supposed to take Dewdrop seriously, but she got this girl with her that's on a cape. That has a cape on in the it's bad enough her name is Dewdrop, dude. Like, <laughs> thing is, I, I feel like look, even though we we consider the uh, superhero gimmick a fail, I feel like when they turned her heel, they might as well just kept the full comic book thing going and let her just become a villain. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like you know, she doesn't wear blue and gold anymore. She wears black. Right, right, right. You feel me? Like, if you're going to do it, do it right. I mean, even when Molly Holly turned on the hurricane, it was like, they made it make sense. They made it make sense. Right, right. Just make it make sense. (laughs) Why I completely forgot that she turned on hurricane. (laughs) (laughs) But that's how iconic that character is. Right, right. It's Mighty Molly. Uh, (laughs) 
Then we had uh, Cody Rhodes defeat The Miz via disqualification because Seth Rollins couldn't wait to get the upper hand before Hell in a Cell. I'm look actually. I'm actually looking forward to this match. I can't wait. Which one, the Heaven in the Cell? Yeah, like I haven't. I've never seen Cody. I've seen Cody in a cage match. Like I've seen him in a cage match on AEW. I've seen him in a cage match in WWE, but I've never seen him inside the cell. So like, there's that little bit of mystery there. That little bit, like, how creative can you be? Did you put him in there with Seth Rollins? Who? Damn. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a yeah, that's a good point. I don't think I've ever seen Cody in a cell. I've seen him in a chamber, maybe a cage match. Well, cage match in AEW for sure. Yeah, I don't ever think I've seen him in the cell. So there's there's just room for greatness there. That's like I'm all for it. These are two creative people. Uh, that's a match I'm definitely looking forward to. And then you know Seth Rollins attacks the knee, which we later find out per this recording that isn't really affected. <laughs> so, um, that's something to look forward to. He attacks him with the belt. Cody being a baby face, being classy, takes the belt back to the fan and gives it back. Just more heat on his feud. This is, has, honestly, my personal opinion, has been the only real interesting feud on Raw. Mm. But again, long term booking with me wins every time. So I really hope this is the last match, though. Yeah, yeah. They need to just put the kibosh on this and let Cody move on. Seth needs to uh, find a new person to pick on at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, I mean it, it, that's really what it is. I mean, think about it. He got into it with Edge when Edge came back. Him and Roman had a little thing. Then now he picking on Cody. Classic. Classic. Well, can you really call it classic, though? It's not finished. Oh, no, it's not. It's not. It's that not. They're just over. busy right now. They're yeah. just busy. <laughs> that isn't over by a long shot. Like, Seth and Roman is going to be this generation's rock It's Steve Austin. Right. Booking-wise, not personality-wise. Yeah, yeah, wise. yeah. Clearly, Rock and Stone Cold weren't tag team partners, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, booking-wise, <laughs> this is going to be the, ri- the rivalry of this era, which I'm all for it because... The, when they made it look like Seth Rollins is the only person that can just get inside Roman's head, yeah. I felt that seed was planted and that was genius. That was genius. Because even with the promo, he's like, I hate you. And I was like, ha. <laughs> ha. I get it. And then they had, he took the, uh, he got the DQ victory over Roman at, um, what was that? Money in the Bank, was it? Was that Royal Rumble? Was that Royal Rumble? Yeah, I was Royal Rumble. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was Royal Rumble. It was one of them where, like, Roman came out and the match started. Uh, Seth Rollins came out and the old shield get up. And then Roman Reigns got the chair and just beat the hell out of him and took the DQ loss. <laughs> like, <laughs> that within itself. I'm like, man, it did. Yeah, they definitely protecting that storyline in the race, in the major way. So that's, that's not over. They just busy. Um, honestly, I think that might be the downfall of the, uh, bloodline, honestly. No, I kind of feel I'm, that I'm, way. Lately, lately, you know, I, I've been riding with Drew, and, you know, I still kind of feel that way to a certain extent. But I, I feel like in order, we're got, we're getting The Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania. We could say it's penciled in. We're Can getting we? Rock versus... I mean, look, the, the, the reports here, his, his uh, 
his schedule is clear to not shoot movies for uh, the, the, the 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 time frame that they showed. I'm like, oh, that's he's gearing up for WrestleMania though, for real. But I'm like, if let's say we get no, that's penciled in the Rock versus the Roman match though, for real. I kind in of order, feel like, oh, yeah, we it, it's very clear it'll be point. Well, at the same time, we're dealing with WWE, so who knows? But let's just go with logic right now. We don't. We of course we wouldn't want the match for the championship because right. of course Rock isn't going to be there. You know what I mean? And uh, I mean, what what does Roman have to gain from that other than okay, I'm the champion and I beat my cousin, quote unquote, the greatest of all time. He, he did the uh, beat my cousin, whatever. So of course the, the we don't want it for the championship. So a reasonable thing would be to take the championship off of him beforehand. Now I would imagine that they take it off beforehand. Go ahead, I'm listening. Oh, okay. Oh, no, you're good, you're good. All right, yeah, I imagine they're gonna take it off beforehand, which I imagine they had to do put some time in between that. So, like, I would imagine, shit, SummerSlam ish, maybe a month or two after, though, for real, for real. Because I'm like, we, we, in order to set that up, whatever, it would have to be all Roman loss, all this grieving, blah, blah, blah. Now. Then we get to the step. Okay, who's gonna dethrone Roman? Now we for months we've been speculating. What Drew? What what, what else do we have? Uh, Bobby? Do we have anybody else? Yeah, we have Drew, we Bobby. You know, maybe uh, maybe Drew. But I kind of I'm in a headspace where I can imagine a scenario where we don't need a Rock versus Roman Reigns. Oh, okay. Look, we can get to that. We can get to that. Yeah, look, my. The the thing about the Roman taking the, the title off of Roman, I'm like, we would have to uh the someone beat him. I looking at it right now, it's looking like it's basically since the beginning of the year, we've been in a situation where we don't know who the hell's Roman's next opponent is, though, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. So one week it, it's looked like it's been him. One week it's looking like it's been this person. The next week it's looking like it's been that person. But right now, I'm really starting to feel like it's going to be either Riddle or uh, Randy Orton who who knocks him off. You know what? That could change next week. That could change next week. I know. I can see Randy coming back and getting his uh, come up on Roman. But I think that Roman is on such a hot run that if Randy, if this is a work, this this is assuming that it's assuming that the back injury is a work. All right, at this point. If this back injury is a work, I could see about a month or two down the line, that would be reasoning for Randy to come back and take the shot at Roman. But like I said, I kind of feel like we're in a scenario right now where we really don't need to have the Rock versus Roman Reigns. I think it'll be a waste of an opportunity when you have, if you think about the top five. Actually, we're going to take it to the top ten. If you think about the top ten contenders for this title, right? For the for this unification. Putting the Rock versus Roman in the midst of all that is kind of a waste of time. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, elaborate. Hold on. This is with this is Roman with the championship or without the championship? With the championship. It's kind of no, a waste of time. Need- the no. Rock, oh, we don't need the Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania for the championship. Not for the championship. If no, I don't need it for the championship at yeah. all. That's what I'm saying. If, Remove, if I don't gonna, need them for with the championship at all. If you're going to do it, 
then that would be, to me, that would be the start of the dissension between the bloodline. You know what I'm saying? Like, he turns on the Usos and beat the shit out of the Usos because he lost his championship. He started to turn his back on them. And he said, at first, all of this was about family. And now it comes to Roxy. Mm-hmm. You don't treat your family that way. You get a Rocky Babyface push. Get Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns the heel push. I get it. But I kind of feel like. Why not? We really don't need that. No, we don't, right? But we literally, we're literally watched them put Roman over everyone who we would consider a challenger. So why not do, why not kind of pull an NWO without the politics? What do you mean? So Roman Reigns wants the title, right? You got the Usu, the Usos who can menace everything while Roman Reigns trying to get revenge on his title. Why not just have him running our shit down? We can keep the bloodline thing going for at least another year. It's not no, going to no, be a stale. Think the, like, as long as they can I don't think the, I don't think the bloodline thing should really end, though, for real, for real. If anything, just going their different directions while still acknowledging, yo, that's still my cousin. You know, we still right, whoop ass, right, though, right. for real, for real. So, like, Roman it's loses just, the title uh, and then, you know... Uh-huh jump them in a few feuds here and there where like every now and then, hey, every time every time they pass in the hallway, get them. Every time you come out and do a promo, get them. Just had him running shit until he get his title back. You can get a nice little six months of ass with this on TV. <laughs> the Shield used to do it back in the day shit. Why not? You know what I'm saying? No, I, I, no, I completely get it. I, I'm just trying to figure out where we ain't getting the... Uh... The the mania match, like where where, where we I mean, ain't get If you really gonna set it up the right way, you can set it up for Drew to take it at Mania, and then have him yeah, chasing the, Drew to SummerSlam. My only look, in my own, I I really wouldn't complain if um, you know, Rome. I'm not gonna sit down because we just had Mania. Oh, you said SummerSlam. Yeah, have Roman chase it to SummerSlam. Oh, okay, okay. You said no, SummerSlam, no. I'm talking about Mania. have him take it at Mania next year. Yeah, okay, okay, that, that, that is what I thought I heard. Yeah. No, it's like, I wouldn't complain, right? My only thing about, damn, are we ready? One, that that would give him a damn near a, a damn near a three-year, two-and-a-half-year run. I'm like, damn, are we really Let ready to, 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 to put him in the record books like that? God damn, no. Da- damn near. He went over Bruno no. San Martino. No, that's the thing. No, Bruno San Martino. No, he's right up under Bruno San Martino. He got the second longest ring right now. Bruno San Martino was what six, seven years. Take it all away. Then. Well, I mean, okay. So if you go cast it, I say give him that. That that don't take him over Bruno. Which I don't think nah, they'll ever yeah, take anybody that, over Bruno. Seven years. Yeah, yeah, yeah they'll never. That'll never happen. That'll never happen. That's why the word play is always what it yeah, is. Yeah, the, but, the longest reigning champion in the modern era. You feel right. me? That's why they so say. So like, I like, say, like, fuck it, give him another year. Let him drop it at Mania. Why yeah, not? I, I could see that happening. I could see that happening. So My only thing is the only. I, I'm only going to disagree with that if his opponent is the Rock. If his opponent is the Rock, remove that championship from him. By Survivor Series, yeah, but if they don't got no plans for it to be the Rock, let him hold it to Mania. And to keep him only for SummerSlam, you can bring Brock back. Oh, you talking about putting him over? You talking about putting him over? Putting Roman over the Rock? No, I said if they're not. I mean, if they're not, I said Brock. Like they can bring Brock back for oh, uh, Brock, SummerSlam. Brock, Brock. Yeah. Oh, you said Brock. 
Let okay, it run okay, it back okay, for okay. a Mania match. Let Brock go over Roman again. I mean, Roman go over Brock again. And then you can... Actually, even with that, if you're going to do The Rock versus Roman Reigns, you can make it a title match and do it at SummerSlam, and The Rock wouldn't mind putting Roman over. Yeah, yeah. If, if you wanted to go that way. Whoever go over. Who, yeah, now, that would... See, if Roman were to go over, right, that would mean we actually are getting a three-plus-year title reign while he's going over the great quote unquote greatest superstar of all time that's what i'm like then that's a lot the the to, to be doing though but i'm not saying it can't happen though for real but see that's the thing like we're at a point where rome is the guy unquestionably yeah facts he's the guy this was sold on him since day one it's the reason why he, the shield the broke up. He didn't know it. Yeah, like he is, he has figured out a way to make himself the guy as a heel people love. Okay? So Roman's unquestionably the guy. So yeah, push him to the fucking moon. Let him go over Rock. You already put him over Brock. He unified the championships. Very few people have done that in history. He has the second uh, longest reign that- in WWE history. In that Rock versus uh, Roman scenario, I'm like, I'm only leaning, and this is no expecting for it to happen and expecting that it, you know, the championship not to be any, anywhere in the equation. I'm like, my, I, oh, oh, no, well, I guess. See, I'm like, the whole thing for me with Rock actually going over with Roman would be like, to bring Roman back down to earth and let him know you're beatable. You but in order to, in order, no, that's not, no, but I'm saying like, well, but in order for, uh, for, you know, for my scenario to happen, that mean, okay, the, the match would have, wouldn't have been for a belt, which means that somebody would have already beat him showing that he was already beatable. You yeah. feel me? Yeah, but with the elements that are already on the table, though, you already have a superstar that can do that. Like, uh-huh. oh, you already have about? that, per- Seth Rollins. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he, out of everybody in that in that pool, out of everybody, all the chess pieces on the board, he is the one that can humanize Roman the most. Yeah. So why not not, not utilize that? Why not have him go over the rock and make and, his and look, the, You know what's crazy about that? That that worked perfectly, right? Because they had a built-in story. And they both were heels at the time, yo. Yep. We and we didn't even care. We did not no, we care didn't. at all. Why not use that magic for something great? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Like, all right, well, segue back to Raw because uh, we yeah, took oh, that yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we just, we just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, going back to Raw, we had Ezekiel defeating Chad Gable, man. Look, I'm so tired of this. Hey, KO was pissed. KO was pissed. <laughs> Dude, I am so tired uh, of this storyline, my G. Like, we get it. He's not Elias anymore. Just move the fuck on, no, dude. I'm trying to clean this up. I'm sorry. I'm trying to clean this up. Last week of that. I think this might be the last week of that. You know, they got the, uh, do they have a, a, a match at Hell in a Cell? Yeah, you know they're going to get now you know they're gonna give him a match of hell to sell. Right, right, right. So, right. Man, Hopefully like, that's the last week of it. Ah, in this now. This Unless now. somebody else gonna come out next week and say, "Yo, you're Elias." Yeah, like, like if, if there ever was, 
a, a, a category for the dumbest storylines ever. Like this no, would be like number one. Like, look, if it if it wasn't for the fact that it would require a beard, th- this could be a lot more funny. Right. If he show if he right. could show up one week as a Elias and the next week as Ezekiel, but that would require to grow a beard in a week, yo. Yeah, <laughs> a full <like>. beard. <laughs> you know what? They got makeup artists in the back that could probably pull it off. See, that's the thing though. We knew Elias beard was natural. You know, I feel like we gonna see straight through the, any makeup beard. That they try no, to no, make. not makeup beard. Like, you know, they got like the prosthetics that you glue the facial hair on it. Look, if, right. they, if, if, if Homeboy can get a weave lace front beard, okay. You're right. Yo, you're right. Yo, you're right. Like, I, I just had to rethink about that. Yeah. If we could do yeah. weave lace front beards, yo, we could probably do a beard on Elias every week. Like, <laughs> yo, yeah. You know, they, they could really, I mean, I don't want to see them drag this out anymore. Yeah. But this could have been even more entertaining than it was, though. I mean, at, like, at this point, I'm done. At this point, I'm like, okay, we get it. We get it, but yeah. you know, initially it was some funny shit though. For real, initially, yeah. I, I think it's maybe it's Ko that what made it so damn funny, yo. Yeah, because he's a um, he's an outrageous and outlandish character to begin with. Like he's the weirdest heel ever, but in a good way. And the, he was the only hmm. one that could make this work. And then it gives the Alpha Academy something to do, even though they should be up in arms for the tag team division because they are a tag team. But I just feel like they just. I feel like they just. I mean, I get the uh, the 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 no no, no rematch, no championship rematch rule, but I'm like, I just feel like, damn, when you do that, it, it we get shit like this, like yo. So the Alpha Academy just didn't give a fuck that they just lost the championship, pretty much. And I would uh, be advocating in the back to be a part of this. Is this the hottest they tag team division have been in a long time? Like, why not be a part of? The street profits are a part of it. You know what I'm saying? They threw Nakamura and Riddle together, which I felt was kind of well. Look, it's crazy. I was watching, and I'm like, okay, I completely forgot about Rick Booz. I know. I love. I was sitting here watching. Oh shit! I forgot Rick Booz got injured at WrestleMania, and that's the sad part. Like for him to make such a big splash for it to be gone so quick. It's not gonna be the same right, anymore. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Right, right. Like, his right. push. Hey, NXT 2.0 can use him. Just saying. Shit, bro. How, <laughs> how WWE? How WWE is, bro? They probably won't even bring him back in this same role. He probably gonna uh, a, a turn on Shinsuke when he get back. Right, right. So, co-main event of the night. Moving forward, we had uh-huh. MVP defeats Bobby Lashley via count out. Count out. Via count out. Because of uh, interference by Omas, he got distracted, didn't keep his eye on the ball, you know, big dumb meathead kind of shit. Um, <laughs> MVP <laughs> goes over on VI count out, and then, uh, as you may know at the time hearing this, they did come up with a stipulation, but uh, we're going to cover all of that next Friday. Or next Saturday. Uh, yeah, next Saturday when we do this. But, um, yeah, so MVP wins. we got to wait till next week. We're going to use our time machines. To find out what the stipulations is, which I kind of felt like I had a funny feeling that this was going to happen, but I really wanted Bobby to pull it out. But I knew it was going to get a fuck finish. Like I'm trying to clean this up. 
But uh, I knew, I knew it was all of <laughs> You, you should name the episode, I'm trying to clean this up. Yeah, because you know, I'm trying to get a syndication and stuff like that, you know. But um, he kind of knew it was going to be, kind of knew it was going to be a screw finish for this. Like, I, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say I knew it was going to be a screw finish. It's just that r- regardless of who won that match, I knew that the match was going to be a Hell in a Cell match. I right. knew that the stipulation was going to be a Hell in a Cell match. Right. So, yeah. Well, no, nah, you know what? We're just going to drop it. Like, um, actually, it wasn't Hell in a Cell. It's not a Hell in a Cell match? Nah. Uh, we're gonna use our t- I thought it was a 2 on one We're going to use our time machine again to jump forward a little bit. Uh, so, per the time of recording this, it's going to be a handicap match at Hell in a Cell. We're recording this late. That's why the title of the episode is better late than never. Right, right, Because we ain't going right. to get to the zero weekend. Raw didn't uh, happen My tonight. bad. I broke that wall. <laughs> <laughs> Raw didn't happen tonight. So using our time machines, it's going to be a handicap match at Hell in a Cell. We're going to talk about that. Let's, now let's go back in time. Right, right, right. MVP right, right. defeats Bobby Lashley. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how that went. Um, the main event for that night on Raw... May 23rd, 2022. Becky Lynch. Earlier in the night, Becky Lynch kind of felt like she didn't get a fair shake for losing her match to Asuka the week prior. Um, She kind of felt like, you know, she wasn't prepared. So Adam Pearce said, well, if you beat Asuka tonight, we'll make it a triple threat match in Hell in a Cell. And, uh, because, you know, Asuka was tossed into Bianca Belair or whatever they had to a little spat, whatever. Uh, Becky Lynch goes over in the weirdest distraction win ever. Like I kind of felt like Oscar kind of like I kind of feel like they botched that finish. Yeah, it looked oh, kind of the bump. Oh, yeah, yeah I kind of yeah, feel like yeah, they botched yeah. that finish. But uh, you know, Becky Lynch goes over Oscar, so now we got a triple threat at Hell in a Cell for the Women's Championship. So this could go either way. I kind of want them to put it like you got that storyline there with Oscar. And Becky, where Asuka was rewarded the championship for winning with women's money in the bank. Because, you know, Becky had a baby on board and couldn't wrestle. She said, I <sighs> literally gave this bitch my title. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Still trying to clean it up, though. I'm trying to clean it up. Uh, oh, 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 yeah, I'm try, yeah, I'm try, yeah. I'm trying yeah, to yeah. Uh, get us something that. Uh, I'm trying to get us a fun job. But, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man. It's, uh,. I kind of feel like I got a funny feeling that they're either going to put it back on Becky Lynch or I think they're going to try to, I think they're going to kill the the, the, the uh, momentum of Bianca Belair. Damn. Already. <sighs> Again. <laughs> and, and I know Vince is behind it. And I wish I could just have a conversation with the man, but uh, he said anybody can wrestle. I want a sports entertainer, entertainer. And I kind of feel like Becky kind of fits that mold a little too well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Becky, yeah. I guess Oscar too. We just know that we we, we, we might, we, we feel like Bianca's going to end up on the ass end of this entire situation. Yeah. Because when you throw Becky in for a triple threat, that has Vince written all over it. It made me feel like, yeah, there's about to be a fuck finish coming. Got a Damn. funny feeling. 
I got a funny feeling. We don't got a bleep button. We need a bleep button. <laughs> that means I'm going to have to go in and edit it to be like, beep here, <laughs> beep here, and uh, I'll beep here. stamp. <laughs> right. Well, I'll beep here. Yeah, we got to do that. <laughs> yeah, man, this whole situation is just, I got a funny feeling that Hell in a Cell is going to be a few disappointments. Good show, great lineup. Just a few disappointments. That's where I'm at. I'm I'm not used to a, a Hell in a Cell in May anyway. Yeah, that's kind of weird in itself. Typically, it's October, but I don't know what the hell they got going on. Well, I think WWE has bigger plans. Oh yeah, I know. Which, I know they got some vin- uh, venues they run in. Yeah, I'm excited for it, but um, my main concern is uh. Who's going to get money in the bank this year? Who needs it? Yeah, because a lot of people, like, they don't even need, they really don't need, I mean, I get it, it's an automatic ticket to cash in for your guaranteed match, but I'm like, a lot of the people that we would typically consider to put in the money in the bank this match, they don't even need, they already have a story, built-in storyline with Roman, though. I got a funny feeling that, like, Roman is just going to beat the crap out of whoever wins it. This is gonna be a squash. Oh shit! I, I just yeah, gotta, I gotta look at it like, gotta look at it like, yo, you, oh, you won. You, I mean, you coming after me one of these days? <laughs> I just got a funny feeling that like whoever Roman gets fed before SummerSlam, if Drew is in the match, Drew is winning. Okay. Yeah, fact. If Drew is in Money in the Bank, I know a lot of people don't listen to this little podcast in the corner. But we've been ahead of the curve on some stuff, man. Yeah. No, <laughs> you know? Also real. Like, whoever go listens to this and listens to our backlog and what happened, they're going to be like, damn. <clears throat> if Drew McIntyre is in Money in the Bank, he's winning Money in the Bank. Guaranteed. Because anybody else who wins that match, Roman is squashing them and it's going to be wasting the briefcase. Because I think, what, Money in the Bank this year is in August, right? Um. Oh, yeah, it is in August. I think it's August 23rd. Oh, it's in July? No, that's um, Hell in a Cell. No, no, SummerSlam August. That's Hell in a Cell. Oh, snap, yeah. SummerSlam is August. Money, money, money in the Bank is July. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I, yeah. I I said August twenty third, but I had to remember. No, SummerSlam is August. Let me let me uh check the check our fact sheet. <laughs> yeah, July second. Wow. Oh, so it's right around the corner. Yeah, it's right around the corner. Yo, I think Hell in a Cell is going to be a throwaway show. For Money in the Bank? To set up something for Money in the Bank? Yeah, because think about it. SummerSlam is in August, right? Mm-hmm. This is about to be the fastest cash-in we've had in a long time. Because... No, I think that cash-in is going to... Based on which, which it goes first, that title match or that Money in the Bank match, which one goes first on the card... 
I that if if the money in the bank match happens first, R- Roman is getting cashed in that night. It would only make sense based off who his opponent is, though, because it got to be somebody that's gonna wear his ass down. Gotta be. And then that sets up a SummerSlam. Yo. Yo. I think that's going to be your Drew McIntyre spot. Well, look, we, we said it was going to come at least by SummerSlam. No later. We, we, we already said that. That's gonna be once we Drew- saw... Once we saw the Happy Corbin feud, Happy Corbin feud was going on. Okay, well, we're, we're, I'm not getting the Mania match clearly. Mm-hmm. I think Drew is gonna be that uh, Money in the Bank. If, if Drew, like, we don't know who's in the Money in the Bank yet. Like right, right, thing. right. But I think if Drew is in it, Roman is gonna chase Drew. And and what I said all the way back in what. <laughs> All the way back in the beginning, <laughs> we said this what way back before Mania. Oh, this was in December. This was in. This is when uh, when Brock won the championship from the in that Fatal Four Way. This yeah. is when we start, you know, mapping out our world title pictures. Yeah, so this gonna be hindsight being twenty twenty, leading up to the next WrestleMania. It's going to be Roman Reigns chasing Drew McIntyre. Oh. The, the okay. Money in the Bank that, is, could be where that. We, haven't, that, seen. we yeah. haven't seen Roman chasing. Well, this Roman chasing. Right. So, yeah, that's where we at. I mean, I can see the bloodline hunting down, chasing Drew McIntyre DX style. <clears throat> like, yo, what's up? When a title match happened. <laughs> I can see it. I can definitely see it. But um, yeah. So that that was rough. May twenty third. Now we gonna get into. I've actually been excited. I never thought I'd see it. But I'm actually excited for NXT two point No, I'm more focused on this. That in your house this weekend. Yeah, that's this weekend. But in the time machine, taking it back. Time machine. <laughs> time <laughs> machine. Uh, so NXT 2.0 for May 24th, 2022. Uh, we had your boy, Tony D. Tony D. Tony D'Angelo. I, I, I love the, I love the whole gimmick, yo. I love this whole, fe- I hope this feud never ends, dude. No, it would, I mean, this... we're in, we're in May, so it's not going to happen. But imagine this: give add add, add a, a, a superstar to each team war games match. Imagine that, dude. That can happen. <laughs> that can happen. Honestly, they don't even need to add. A, they don't even need to add a member. Just let it go six. Six man war games. Well, oh, nah, nah. They gotta get five, right? It's five on five, right? Shit, I, I, look, even if it's five on five, I could take four on four at minimum. Nah. But six, six man what, just seemed like a normal week. Any here, normal, here's what you do. Week. Here's what you do, right? Got Tony D. He's the Don. He can do the Creed Brothers a favor. He can do Diamond Mind a favor. He can do him a favor. Diamond Mind is feud with the Creed Brothers, right? We're going to do war games. Who's going to team up with... Uh, 
What Legato del Fantasma? Hold on. Wait, what? I thought Di- the Creed brothers were Diamond Mine. Yeah, do Diamond Mine a favor. Or Legato can do Diamond Mine. No, you Mine said a favor. Diamond Mine was feeding with the Creed brothers. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, no, no. I mean, Diamond Mine, you know, the Creed <laughs> brothers are feuding with Pretty Deadly, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Don Tony. Tony D. Not Don Tony. Shout out to Don Tony, though. Wrestling suit. I fuck with y'all. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it's all I have to do. But uh, why not have Tony D'Angelo? What's his tag team name? Stax Lorenzo and Two Times Donovan, and Pretty Deadly because they the heels. They team up with Pretty Deadly, right? And then you have Legato Del Fantasma and the Creed Brothers team up, and we give them war games five on five. Lexa Lopez don't have to be involved. She got her own thing. Shit, I just, I, I really hope that that that, they, that their, uh, I'm not gonna say mic skills because it's not lack of mic skills. It's just their accents are so damn strong. Now I don't know if they just gonna keep tag, it like that though for real. whole tag team. We couldn't call you over Dallas. <laughs> the coffee brothers didn't have a visa like what happened <laughs> shit you know what that might have been you know, the first choice but shit happens like you just said yeah. motherfuckers visa just didn't didn't wasn't getting corrected to the following day and that right. just throw everything off. right i mean i would love to see gallus come in and just take over so but yeah, I mean, I can see that. Or we got, you know, there's a couple of feuds going on. I think we can find something for Van Wagner to do. Put him with fucking. Put him with them, Tony and. Now, Van Wagner got a lot of feuds going on right now. Yeah, it's called trying to get over, but ain't nobody. <laughs> 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 he feuding with the WWE audience right now. Yeah. <laughs> so. But uh, yeah, you know they can find something for Van Wagner and Br- and, Br- and Grayson Grayson Waller. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't all have to be, you know. But yeah, I mean I can see war games match with Elgato and uh, you know, I can see them doing war games. But uh, don't they got a six man coming up at in your house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's gonna be. I hope this feed never ends. So you got uh two stacks, Lorenzo. Oh, you got Stax Lorenzo and uh, Two Dimes Donovan defeating Malik Blade and uh, <laughs> Adrian's in office. Let's see some. This is it. Some jobbers, local talent. I actually no. They're uh, their main stays on NXT. They just haven't done nothing. Enhancement now. talent at this point. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, okay, Malik okay. Blade and uh, Malik Blade's been there forever. He's been a jobber at NXT since the Black and Yellow days. And okay. uh, you know, Edris and No Fan, he's he's new. I guess they're supposed to be. Is this a, a bald head white dude? Nah, this is two black guys. Oh, these are the two that was falling that they're all oh, that that's obsessed with Mandy Rose. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. like they was uh the Rick Pyre, they was trying to act like they was mobsters. They're yeah, the com- yeah, they're yeah. the comedic relief. Okay. And uh, you know, Towards you know they they make quick work of them. Stacks and two guys make quick work of them. And then you know Legato Legato Del Fantasma come out. They in the back watching the match. You're like nah, 
going to the room. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, this only going one way. <laughs> it's only going one way. They show up at the end of the match and stand on the apron. Tony D get in the ring and say, hey, you know what? We already know what's going to happen. Let's just get to it. We went to shits. You went to shits. And they just start brawling. This is going to go on. We know why you here. You know why I'm here. Come in. Let's get this started. We ain't scared. They just have a big-ass brawl. And I honestly feel like that set the tone for the rest of the night because we got some really good matches this week. We got some really good matches this past week. So, that set the tone was all we needed to know. Um, of course, after that, we find out that uh, Nikita Lyons, the Cheeks, she's been injured in her match. I don't know if it's a work yet. I don't know if they have bigger plans for her, but uh, Nikita Lyons was injured. She's out of the breakout tournament. It goes, you know, Daddy's Little Rich Girl, Tiffany Statlander, in her place. Um, I don't know how you feel about that. We got a whole opening segment around. No, 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 no. You was cool. I was just letting you go, though, for real, because I was in and out of NXT, for real, for real, (laughs) this week. But it was, ah. Yeah, but as far as the Nikita Lions things, I I got the update about it, though, for real. I'm like, yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's a work or a shoot. That's in the air with me, right along with the Randy situation, though. But I also get putting the Tiffany chick in that position. I'm just... It just hasn't grown on me yet. Her 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 character just hasn't grown on me yet. I, I think that her abilities in the ring, from what I've seen, oh, hold on, mm-hmm. is, is this up yet? There you yeah, go. yeah, I can hear you. Um, I just kind of feel like her abilities in the ring have grown on me and have gone beyond the character. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, she's the clueless little daddy Pilgrim's girl, you know, as if all this other crap, but. She has displayed some in-ring ability. She's capable. And every so often, uh, every few years, you get a couple wrestlers whose abilities outweigh the gimmick that they're given. Um, Tiffany Statlander. Uh, Dusty Rhodes. Um, Billy Gunn. You get yeah. those wrestlers who yeah, you who's said abilities. Dusty shit, Mazo yeah. and Dustin. Yeah, like like yeah, Gold Dust, Dustin Rose. Like their abilities in the ring outweighs the gimmick, and I feel like she is one of those people. But we gonna get to her match yeah. in a second. Um, the second match of the night, you had Singa versus Beat Me Up because I'm depressed, Wesley. Singa <laughs> 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 defeats Wesley. Uh, from their confrontation last week, um, kind of feel like Wesley's new gimmick is my best friend got released, so uh, beat me up so I can feel something because I feel nothing at all. You know, <laughs> so he takes another L. You know, Singer looks like another guy who probably going to call up to the main roster too soon. Yeah, um, just because he's big. Yeah, just because he's big. I can honestly, I feel like him and Veer will be a good tag team as far as two big Indian guys who can beat the shit out of everybody. Yeah. I'm not I'm not Vince, so yeah. But I'll give Vince that idea for free. Go ahead. Um <laughs> so Singer defeats Wesley. Then uh, you know, Zion Quinn comes out and does a slow clap for 
Wesley, like, yeah, you dumbass. Uh, you deserve to be like. <sighs> Other than that, I kind of feel like, man, that match was yeah. Any thoughts on that match? Did you see it? Nah. Alright, yeah. That, that match kind of. Wesley's his tag team partner, and he's one bad. Or, Metal Chase's 24 7 championship. Just give him something yeah. to do. Uh, I, that would be a sight for sore eyes. <laughs> yeah, just give him something. Wesley just popping up in the twenty four title team, twenty four title scene. Right. I wouldn't uh, even be mad at that. <laughs> then we had Alba Fire, formerly known as Kaylee, Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray. Yeah, I don't know why, but uh, yeah, she defeats Electra Lopez, which is a shame. Which is a shame. Um, Alba being the veteran of the match, I kind of feel like you would want to put over your younger talent. That's how I feel. But, uh, it is what it is. I mean, hey, it was a decent match. Um, it had a couple botches here and there, but yeah, yeah especially, I mean, it, that's more of the uh, greener side. Well, of course, like you said, you got the veteran in Kaylee, well, Alba. Yeah. But I mean that that's more so of the uh said I won't even say what you want to call that the mid card division of the women's division? I won't even say that because tier. if you really, really think about it, NXT's women's division is what put NXT on the map. Yeah, that's a hundred percent fact. So... Give her give give her give or take a couple matches with uh with uh Tyson Kidd, uh Tyler Breeze. Uh, Tyler Breeze. Uh, who who was the other two? Uh, it was two more who was in that little little hole. Uh, Pac, aka you know whatever it was. Pac over in AEW. Oh, yeah, right, because he he was the champion. He was the yeah, champion. Um, uh, people like like Biggie. Um, uh, people like Corey Graves. Like those were the guys who was down there. You know. Neo mm-hmm. Kruger, also known as Adam Rose, which I don't understand and Chris why. Chris Hero. Yeah, Chris I, Hero. Yeah, it uh, wasn't Chris Hero. Who was his name shit. there? Yeah, like, you oh, know. No, that, uh, oh, Seth Cash Rollins. is Ono. Cash yeah, is Ono. Cash, Seth Rollins and guys like that, but, like. The Ascension. The, what, really, the Ascension. The real Ascension. <laughs> the real Ascension. Not the, the Road Warriors not, or the not, Cosmic yeah. Wasteland Ascension. Even before that, not Ascension 2.0. Because people forget that uh, Bram, Bram from TNA and over in NWA right now, he was one of the original members of the Ascension. People forget about that. So, yeah, you know. Well, but it was the women's division that put it on the map. So I kind of feel like NXT having a mid-card women's division is kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's like they're trying to find that next big female star in what they have. I see Cora Jade, you know, uh, you can't really count Amber Rose because she's coming from the main roster now. Mandy, Mandy. Yeah, like, Mandy's man. You can't really count her, but I see like a Cora Jade or, you know, Alexa, Roxanne Perez, Roxy. Dude, I swear to God, they better treat this girl right. <laughs> they will be 
shooting themselves. They will shoot their own leg off if they do not treat that girl right. I'm telling you, they have no idea the talent they have. Like, <laughs> Man, I, th- I, th- I think Booker there making sure of it. Yeah, like they have no idea what they can get out of this girl. Yeah, so I mean, and, and, you know, Tiffany Statlander's growing on me. You know, they got Saray, which people forget about. She was our next thing out of Japan. So yeah, yeah. <sighs> They just got I like a, her. Uh, I like her entrance though. Oh yeah, I love her little, the little uh, car captain Sakura transformation. Yeah, yeah. I think that's awesome too. Like you know, so then you got you know your veterans. You got your album fire. You got your veterans. Now, so just I just expect so much out of an NXT women's roster. And I don't know if that's a hit or miss. I don't know if that's a problem with me, but I just felt like the bar was just set so high. That I just I expect so much more from. No, I completely understand that. So Alexa Lopez, I see something in her. You know, Nikita um, Lions. Even though she needs a little bit more time in the oven, I see something with her. What's the chicken diamond mine? Oh, Ivy now. I Ivy just Nail, sent her yeah, to uh, UK. They just sent her to UX, NXT UK. I kind of feel like they just dog themselves doing that, though. Because she could have been a threat if they booked her right. Facts. Like, she, she well, has Well, you know what's edge. crazy? Oh, no, she might be back. I think she was just over there for, like, for something. But I think she's over there competing in, like, something. But I think I don't think she's full-time UK. I feel like Ivy Nails should be the one to take the belt off Mandy Rose. Yeah, they, man, they they need to bring back legit. some legitimacy. Yeah, they they need some legitimacy, and I think Ivy Nail has it. I kind of do. Like Corey J, she's good as like setting talent for the future, but Ivy Nail just has something there. Like I can't quite put my finger on it, but I kind of feel like she's a real threat to Mandy Rose. Like she's the dark horse. That's just what I. Yeah, I get that. I was actually uh, lined up with, okay, I feel like Cora J was going to be the one who, but once I, you know, got to seeing Cora J a little more, I'm like, she's not ready yet. But I could see, I could see the character going over, but the talent isn't there yet. They you know what I mean? It's not, yeah, she's still kind of green. Like, even with the, the Natalia rub, I think they kind of need to toughen her up a little bit. She just needs that real, like, breakout moment. Like, it's kind of like when Randy went against Mick Foley and they, all right, everybody think I'm just a pretty face until I took some thumbtacks. Right, right. Like, I kind of feel like Cora Jade needs that, like, real breakout moment where she was like, you know what? I've had enough. I'm going with all the silliness. I I, I, I need to prove myself. I kind of feel like the entire rub kind of gave me that a little bit. But I think she just needs a little bit more. Um, Roxanne Perez defeats Lash Legend and makes it her way into the finals of the Women's Breakout Tournament. Yeah, kind of saw that coming. Oh, oh wow! I didn't even realize that happened. Yeah. The thing is, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I re- realized yeah, Legend was eliminated. But I didn't even realize that was Roxy who she went against. Yeah, it was Roxanne or Roxanne Press. We know it's Roxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of hard having to break. 
But uh, good. Like I'm okay with it because the last legend. It is not even me hating on the sister. I understand they need somebody that's on the level of a Jade Cargill. Lash Legend ain't it. First of all, her name is Lash Legend. Let's start there. <laughs> no, I feel like they could have did something other than Lash. Like, we could have did something with the Legend name, just Lash or Legend. Don't even give her the last name of Legend. Just She's a powerhouse. Let her be a powerhouse. Like, let her be a powerhouse. There's nothing wrong with a woman that can just come out and beat somebody's ass. There's nothing wrong with that. And for her to, she's not ready. She's green as hell in the ring. Let's start there. She's green as hell. She needs more time. I I know this is NXT 2.0. She's green. Her, her, she's green, she's sloppy. She barely can remember her spots in the ring. And this is me seeing this on television, so I can only imagine what they're telling her in the back. Right. Uh, I kind of feel like there's only a matter of time before she seriously hurts somebody. Like, power moves look good, yeah, but I don't, I just feel like she's not ready. I feel like they pushed her too too much. I, I feel like what happened was Vincent Pruitt and Bruce Pritchard sat down. And they were like, we need to do something with NXT. We're not going to compete anymore, but we need to do something. I just kind of feel like she was in that handful of talent and she was good enough at the time for them to push just to get 2.0 off the ground. But I don't see any harm in pulling her back, taking her on off TV for a few months. Getting her a new gimmick, getting her just just repackage her and get her more in better ring shape. Because NXT 2.0 is here. You already have your established stars. You already have your established people that you want to push forward. Pull her back a little bit. Let her put her back in the oven just for a little bit. Just to hone her craft, repackage her, and put her out of something. That's just No, no, I get I get the take on that though for real. Especially if you if she's as green as she's showing though, for real, for real. Like even even if she ain't green, it's just the mistakes that she making. Yo, you are really showing the inexperience right there. Yeah, like when you can put her in again. Hold on, when you can put her in against somebody we've never seen before. This is this is uh I think I matched a few weeks ago. She went against somebody new or whatever in the breakout tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. she was exposed even then. She oh, oh, yeah, most definitely. The, uh, the, well, last week, yeah, yeah, most definitely got exposed by the woman who was supposed to, you know, help put her over. Really yeah, so it's really like, green. yeah, pull her back, repackage her, let her come in as a badass. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I, I would love to see this girl move forward. But if WWE is looking for their version of Jay Cargill, they're going about it the wrong way. She is not ready. At all. <laughs> she is, she's not. Um, then we had Indy Hartwell versus Mandy Rose. <coughs> kind of saw the end of this coming. Um, I kind of feel like with Indy's experience, 
she's uh she's ready for the main roster to oh, yeah. kind of fill in that mid card for the main roster. I kind of feel like, like it's ready. At the point she's at, she don't she don't even need the uh, women's title run. Nah, she don't need it. Um, yeah, her experience, she's ready. She lost the you know toxic attractions running stuff on NXT right now, so she loses to Mandy Rose after chaos ensues. Brawl outside the ring. Uh, I forget who came out to help get them distracted. But uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Katana. What's her name? Katana. Katana Chance. Oh, Casey. Katana. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Katana yeah, yeah. Chance. Katana Chance. Carter. Kate Carter comes out. They attack the other two members of Toxic Attraction. Can't believe I'm drawing a blank on their names right now because they both hide. Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Yeah, yeah. Gigi Dolan and Jason J. Um, they come out. And they uh, they take them out, and then Mandy still beats. Andy Hartwell, which goes back to my point, Mandy needs a real threat. She's going to beat up half the women's roster on NXT. I think Tasek, it's time for Tasek Attraction to change the titles. I. You know what's crazy? Didn't, didn't they lose the titles and won them back the next week? Pretty much. I don't know. Pretty much. Um, I mean, it is what it is with that. It's time for them to chase titles. Who did they lose them to? I forgot. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I forgot. Damn. Yeah, lots happened. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Was it Wendy Chu? Did they? No. No, they went. I was sorry about that one. But if Wendy Chu and Roxanne would have won the titles, Roxanne wouldn't be in the finals of the uh, breakout tournament. So, yeah, true. Uh, they have bigger plans. I- I'm all for it. So uh, next, uh, Von Wagner had a match. <laughs> he defeated he defeated Eichmann Jiro. Nothing else to be said about that. I'm still yeah. not convinced. Von Wagner's a threat. Still not convinced. I. He's ready for mainstream. I'm still not convinced. Put him up against a reasonable reasonable opponent. I'll be convinced. That's all I really was going to say about my rank. He has personality of two by four. It's sad that I can say that Sheamus has a better personality than him as far as on camera. Because I used to think that Sheamus had a personality of two by four. Boy, am I wrong today. But <laughs> Van Wagner has Sheamus. He has no personality at all. Um, putting him with Robert Stone, eh, Robert Stone wasn't really much to begin with. Um, Robert Stone, brand dog. Wait a minute, Robert Stone, hold on. I just thought about something. What's up? Yo! Yo, I didn't think about this till now. You know who Robert Stone is? Know who Robert Stone is right. What you mean? TNA Robbie E. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I never paid attention to yeah. that. <laughs> I never that, that I never paid attention to that. <laughs> Why is it Robert Stone in the ring? 
Why is he a manager? Your guess is good as mine. I mean, he wasn't the greatest. Damn. Yo. Yo. Look. Get rid of Van Wagner. Give me Robbie E. Okay? <laughs> no, I wouldn't be mad at that one either. Actually, Robert Stone should have been Grayson Waller, dude. Let's like, get rid of Grayson and put Robert Stone back in. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. So you got a guy with all the personality in the world managing a guy with no personality at all that can't get over to save his life. What sense does that make? What sense did that make? I'm trying to think of like a uh, a, uh, life raft to give Von Wagner, but I don't... don't, don't, don't. You know what? Put him in a tag team with Duke Hudson. That's what you can do with Van Wagner. Let him and Duke Hudson be a tag team. At least Duke Hudson got the personality to carry both of them. Duke Hudson. Which one is that? Which one is that? That was the one that was with uh, Deanna Peraza where her and uh, Indy Hartwell was like, my man's better. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. At least Duke Hudson has personality for both of them. Actually, they don't even have to have no personality at all. Then They can just be running around the NXT roster and beating the shit out of people. Beating shit, yeah. Beating the shit out of people, yeah. Well, you want to say Van Wagner, put him in the tag team with Duke Hudson. They're not be convinced. But him as a singles competitor, nah. Nah. <laughs> at all. <laughs> so then we got our uh, main event. Luke Hudson went against Braun Breaker. That's a good segue. Mm-hmm. Um, he defeats Braun Breaker via disqualification. Uh, J- Joe Gacy. I love this guy. Okay. As a heel, he is the greatest heel to me in NXT history. Okay, the fact that just he's the used, mouthpiece on it though, the like, mouthpiece, he, he, real alone, convi- he real convincing. You can unload on me. You can take all that anger out of me. You'll get your chance. But if you get disqualified, I am NXT champion. Like just. I love this. I love it. I can't find nothing wrong with it. I hope he brings it to the main roster. Can you imagine that? PC America. This safe space society you live in being used for evil. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, uh, he gets in a. He don't it seem eat. like a. Don't it seem like a, like a, uh. For like, uh, what is it, uh. Bray Wyatt ish like like nah, this, he's this the is... villain he's the villain but what he's saying to you is is, is grabbing you yo I don't want to compare him to Bray Wyatt even though it's easy even though it's easy I don't want to compare him to Bray Wyatt why because this hits on so many notes at once like Bray Wyatt like he he said stuff that made sense about society don't get me wrong. But this hits so many notes at once that you want it to be its own thing. 
Because everything you you hear in today's world is, oh, don't be a bully. It's okay to have your feelings. Find you a safe space in your head. Find you a place where you can express yourself and no one will ever... The, the hear that used for evil. Sound like everything that a uh, psychiatrist would be saying to you. Like, it, it, it tingles my conspiracy theorist brain. And I kind of feel like it needs to be seen on a broader spectrum so they can really see how dangerous that mindset is. That's why I kind of wanted to be its own thing. Like, there are people out here who use this to manipulate people. It's a real thing. And I kind of feel like that message would get across. <laughs> That's just me. But yeah. Oh, no, I told you, I feel like he's the next... Uh... The next champion, anyway, though. For, oh yeah, he's he's, he's getting that NXT championship, bro. Yeah, kidnapping people, kidna- kidnapping people, leaving them in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> what? Oh, he's safe. He's safe. But then remember, he kidnapped <laughs> Braun and took him in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, he's left yeah. Him. Like, I'm loving this. I'm loving this. Like this is must. Oh, carry on, carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh. Joe Gacy jumps up on the apron to try to interfere with the match. Brian goes to hit Joe Gacy with the chair. Joe Gacy moves out the way and he hits Duke Hudson with the chair. And Duke Hudson wins by disqualification, which is great. And that was the main event of NXT 2.0 for that For uh, 24. So, uh, yeah, I mean... Overall, man, hey, Raw, Raw kind of got a, Raw got a, uh, so far, because, you know, we've been giving you a lot of information in an hour in. I'll give Raw a B minus, but I give uh, NXT this week, I'll give it a B. You know, you had Javon Wagner match, that always means an hour. But uh, everything that got set up, uh, did we talk about this, right? Yeah, oh, we forgot about that match. Really. I was just excited about the main event, man. Rock at the, uh, Rock, I mean, NXT gets to be this week. I'd say. I'd say. Um, we had Tiffany Stratton taking the place of the Cute Alliance. She defeats Felon Henry and make her way to the finals of the breakout tournament, replacing the Cute Alliance with injury. Alright, you know, so, yeah, that being said, NXT be that's what we need to be. I'm back. All right. We we skipped the match. I was excited to talk about it. <laughs> which which match? Uh, Tiffany Stratton versus Fallon Henley. Uh, she defeated oh. Fallon Henley. Uh, she took oh, the oh, Alliance yeah. place. Well, we, we we did bring up the Nikita Alliance part. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. well, you got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, we got it. We got it. But uh, I said Raw gets a B minus. Yeah, no, I, 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 damn, we didn't give a grade for uh, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, no, I was actually going with the B for Raw. Now I didn't really catch most of NXT this week, so I couldn't really give the grade. I give him a B plus. I, I, I did say B before you got that. You know, I'm gonna give him a B because okay, that that okay. that main event and the whole Joe Gacy storyline, the way it started off, really set the tone for the <laughs> night. Like, uh, if you're not watching NXT, you kind of doing yourself a disservice. That's uh. Still moving forward in our time machine. We got SmackDown. 
for the week of May 27th, for uh, May 27th, 2020. Start with the Usos in the ring doing what they do best. <laughs> Talking about they respect their opponents. You know, they gave us a real thing. You know, they did the healers thing. Like, nah, they ain't good chance. Yeah. Uh, out comes Riddle and Nakamura and the brawl begins. They're going to rub that in. They're going to rub that in until he finally gets his gift. Oh, back. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They definitely going to rub that in. Uh, so they had a brawl against SmackDown. They broke him up. They didn't lead into a match. That match actually happened. So I go wrong. At the time of this recording, it is May 31st. So, better late than never if you didn't catch time on But, uh,. <laughs> and our time machine was the last thing. Right. After that brawl, they get everybody broke up or whatever. Um, the match is set for Monday. Uso versus Nakamura and uh, Riddle. First match, we get Raquel. We get Ronda Rousey versus Raquel Rodriguez. I'm going to say that ends in a no contest because Shayna Baszler and Natalia came out to, you know, disrupt the match. They mad they didn't get no TV time. Okay, I wouldn't protect Ronda Rousey. Actually, this has been the worst title run for Ronda Rousey since the first time she had it. Bro, no, no, you know what it... I think she's really... And it, it's, it's nothing about her. It's just... You know, the, the, bro, the, this is just the way our audience works in the WWE wrestling yeah. world, period. Though, for real, for real. When she came, we got it. You know what I mean? We were all excited. Ronda Rousey's in the WWE. Then we saw, okay, we actually started getting matches, though, for real, for real. And it was cool. But we, we, we got a couple of matches that were actually on TV, you know, on Raw or whatever. We yeah. got a couple of matches like that. And we all, we, but, and I think we got to the realization, like, the star power of Ronda is, you know, its course is there. But she's, she, one, she's not the, the UFC champion Ronda Rousey right. no more though, bro. She's a mom at home. We actively know she's a retired UFC fighter. So when she returned, it was it there wasn't that aura of oh this UFC fighter is now in you know in WWE that was gone anymore because we've already seen you here. We've seen you in epic feuds. We know what you can do though for real, for real, and we know exactly what we're about to get when when while you're here now. We're about to get lackluster promos. You know, you're a submission machine, though, but somehow you got to incorporate that into, you know, sports entertainment some type of way. I kind of feel like they wasted that Royal Rumble. Look, right now, you are validating Sasha Banks' statement. Validating their per point. (laughs) Which I'm not mad at. I'm not mad at. (laughs) Because think about it, like, I would have been perfectly fine. And I know a lot of people be like, yeah, but I would have been perfectly fine with a one-off match between Charlotte and Ronda. Mm-hmm. Like, she could have just popped up out of nowhere to get a revenge or whatever and dropped the title that way. I don't think they really have a plan for her. No, no, I think that the plan... Uh, okay, back we're back in the fantasy book. And... Is it, but is it uh-huh. Raquel, though? No. Nah. I, I, I look the, a scenario I drew up just brainstorming them over the last week in our time machine. Yeah. Uh, uh, the triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship, and this ain't what I believe. I could just see this happening. That triple threat match, uh, 
Becky goes over. You know what I mean? And, and, and the unification match is the match we've been waiting for between Becky and Ronda. I guess. I mean, I guess. Because right now it looks like Ronda's floundering. Like, I just don't... I mean, I see them, like, using the star power she does have. I, I see them actually use trying to give her a rub to, uh, who was it, uh, Raquel, and who who did she go against uh, the week before that? Raquel. Uh, oh, she got Raquel back-to-back weeks? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that, that just shows me they're really trying with Raquel, then. But, I mean, the whole thing, but Ronda and Raquel was a decent match the week before. Oh, for real? Yeah, like, Raquel shows she read. I mean, she been ready, but she showed yeah, she was I said, like, she been ready. Yeah, she was ready, and she kind of exposed she was ready Ronda after that first a War bit. Games. Yeah, but she kind of exposed Ronda a little bit. Oh, for real? Uh, yeah, on, but I on, mean, on what on what side? Just on the. Uh, well, on the mic, mat work. Like, what you mean? Just, just not. I wouldn't. I would never give Ronda that mat work. Just the yeah, pacing yeah, yeah, yeah. and how. Like, Ronda's not ready. Like, Ronda has never went up against a legit powerhouse. You could tell that, that I mean, without taking credit away from Ronda, you could tell that Raquel really been doing this. Yeah, yeah. Like, Raquel, well, she's a second-generation star. Yeah, but I say, is she somebody's daughter, bro? Yeah. That's uh, Paul Ellering's daughter or some shit like that? No, not Paul Ellering's daughter. Paul Ellering's daughter. Uh, oh, Paul, on, right, right, right. Yeah, right. she's on Impact. Um, okay, okay, okay. Let me see real quick. I'm about to, uh, Raquel Gonzalez. She is the daughter. Who's your dad? Rick Gonzalez. They say I know who he is. Uh, she just stepped out of the giant Gonzalez. Who, the Undertaker's opponent? Yeah, the Giant, uh, the Giant Gonzalez, yeah. The worst WrestleMania match in history. That's a step uh, the, the Giant. <laughs> well, I I would think that they would keep the <laughs> Gonzalez name if that was the, whatever. It only, I mean, oh, whatever, unless they, I mean, you know what? Let's just do anything possible to erase him from the history anyway. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, that was, uh. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. But yeah, Jack Gonzalez. I was just like that. Wow, okay. Well, the more you know. Anyway. Yeah, I'll tell you, learn something new every day. The more you know. But, um, yeah, man, they, um, she been ready. She been doing this. She was trained very well, as you can tell. Um, but uh, yeah, they had her ride the back to back. Shayna Baszler and Natalya come in to spoil the fun because it was another great match. And then they lead into the tag team match for um, you know Ronda and Raquel Rodriguez. Let's, let's bring it back to the main roster. Um, they defeated you know they defeated Shayna Baszler and Natalya Nightheart. Uh, with the women's tag team championship being gone, I kind of feel like it needs to stay that way. I don't miss it. 
I don't either, right? Like, we got a women's division that needs help. We don't have any female tag teams outside of Toxic Attraction. Let the women's tag team championships stay on NXT. Look, if I didn't feel like the, uh, yeah, I fully agree with that. I fully agree with that statement, that last part. Let them just, let it just be an NXT thing, though, for real. Yeah. But I feel like with that hole at that tag team, right, I'm like, okay, that would be a perfect insert uh, toxic attraction into the main roster, but we couldn't do that without giving them some, we couldn't do that without giving them some credible opponents unless their opponents are just going to be randoms just flopped together, though, for real. And then with them calling up the tag team from uh, Toxic Attraction, I'm like, I feel like they might as well just keep it what it is in NXT because, that I mean, they would have to call up Mandy, Mandy Rose. And right now, we kind of we kind of got an idea of what the, the, the women's the division is. Yeah, I, yeah. This is the reason why I say that. Like, if, if, if you're going to build a women's tag team division, right, there are legit women's tag teams out there. WWE has this mentality of you throw this random person with this random person, they'll make it work. You don't have bro, a division, bro. It's legit. Uh, 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 a set of a what's, what's that? The Noe, mm-hmm. Noi. Mm-hmm. It's they legit have a set of twins, female twins, who are fucking smashing. We're trying to clean this up, you know, but uh, <laughs> they smashing, they smashing stuff on the independent scene right now. Not about yeah. to say. They're uh, main roster ready, but I don't see the harm in investing in them, though, for real. You already invested in them, the whole Samoan bloodline. When they released the Iconics, I was like, why? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why? And you you see, they're retired, right? No, they're on impact. Yeah. No, they're retired. They haven't defended them championships. Oh, that's because they got the storyline going where, like, we're too... Popular. Okay, let me just fall. I can't believe I'm most definitely. I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm an impact casual. You feel me? So yeah, yeah. yeah, when I just tuned in, I'm like, what the fuck? What is going on? Yeah, they just they got the storyline going where like you're not popular enough to wrestle us. Like that's that's that whole thing. So you got them oh, so the inspiration. Yeah, so you got them as the inspiration, and then you got uh Tania Dashwood, formerly Emma, and uh what's the girl's name? She was part of like the beautiful people 2.0, but it, like it was trash. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, those two are a tag team. They're like, well, we're the most popular people in Impact, but like, oh, you're not popular. You're not prettier than us, and all this other bullshit. Like, <laughs> that's pretty much that storyline. The stereotypical uh, high school shit. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, even with Impact Wrestling, though, like they have legit women's tag teams. Mm. Let's just call it what it is. Like, yeah, facts. Well, you know, they invested in that division. That's what right. it was. You know what I mean? It wasn't an afterthought. Right. Vince doesn't invest. It's any tag team division. Like, yeah. if it wasn't for the fact that the Usos and the New Day was an attraction, yeah. was such a, like, right. attraction, right. we wouldn't have a tag team division with WWE. I'm, I'm fully confident that the RK Bro thing was not his idea. At all. At all. <laughs> It worked, but yeah, Randy. Uh, Why the hell would we do that? <laughs> yeah, because like, if that's the case, Rusev Day would have still been there. Uh, like, oh man, I miss Rusev Day just because of the intro. Rusev. I miss Rusev. Yeah, like just because of the intro though. <laughs> like the vault villains and all of that. And so you knew that the tag team division wasn't important when they got rid of the vault villains. 
No, they you, were, you knew it. They legit start up because remember, on t- on top of the uh, well, on, the, on top, right up under the women's division, it was the the tag team division that was also yeah. carrying the NXT Black and Gold though. And you you see like either they they broke up tag teams or released tag teams. It's like we don't have anything from them. I mean, why am I saying anything? Because you know, basically the whole roster is former Black and Gold. But like those staples who were in those divisions, like they're they're no more though. For uh, let's let's call it uh what uh you had Enzo and Cass, oh, yeah, Enzo Cass, Lucha Levar Dragons, Villains, the Lucha Villains. Dragons. You had the DIY, DIY the Ascension, the Ascension. Uh, who else? Who, who, who else they had back then? Uh, oh, we gonna count. We gonna go through them all. Um, who's the ones that was with Paul Ellering at first? The oh, Office of Pain. Uh, um, <laughs> well, shit. Uh, what's the name was down there too? Uh, damn, I'm, I'm forgetting the name of this damn team. You had the they Lucha, had a uh, couple. You had the Lucha Drag, the Lucha Dragons, right? Yeah, Lucha you Dragons. Had two, they had two, Lucha Dragons and Lucha House Party. Were both were down. You there. had two variations though of the Lucha Dragons. Or oh, with the difference in cars. No, not the difference in cars. It was uh, one had Kalisto in it. The other yeah, one had... And, um, uh, it was, had, was Kalisto and Cara. Yeah, the 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 first one was Sin Cara and... What was uh, Alberto, Alberto de Rio's ring announcer? Uh, Ricardo Rodriguez. Yeah, he was, he was a Lucha yeah, Dragon. Yeah, I remember. I remember Back that. when... Um, back, back before it was uh, NXT, when it was uh, FCW, he was the original one of the members of it. Yeah, so it's like, man, so many tag teams have come out of NXT and just been split up into obscurity or released. So, like, if that don't tell you, Vince don't give a fuck about tag team wrestling. Like, I don't tell, I don't know what will. I feel like there's someone on the main roster. Who was in a tag? Oh, uh, uh, Blake and Murphy. Yeah, Blake and Murphy. That's another one. And and that that's when I was just looking at Alexa Bliss as a valet. I was, right. I, I did not know she was gonna turn into what she turned into. I knew she was gonna be an in ring talent because um, she debuted as an in ring talent. Yeah, and yeah, she I know she it. debuted as it, but but I just like oh, she's thriving as their manager. It's like when, during their run, we rarely saw her in the ring, so I just thought they were gonna continue with that. I didn't think that they were just gonna you know have her do this and shit. Blake, Blake and Murphy. I mean, yeah, Blake and Murphy were they they were they broke up after that for for uh, hell. Um, Adrian Neville and um and, oh uh, yeah, Corey, oh, Corey Graves were the tag team yeah. champions at one point yeah. in time. I forgot who they dropped. Now, they were the, they were the inaugural. They were the inaugural yeah, tag team. Uh, you had they the Wa- the, Ascension. the Wyatt family. Yeah, you know that wouldn't have been a thing without the NXT tag team division. Um, actually, I think the Ascension Ascension beat the Wyatt family. No, the Ascension yeah. had uh, when the Ascension started. They run. They beat uh, Blake and Murphy. I believe. No, 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 no. Blake and Murphy was after them because Blake and Murphy beat uh, Lucha Dragons because Lucha Dragons are the ones who beat the Ascension. I kind of feel like one of these days we need to do an NXT retro show (laughs) where we just talk about, like, the talent and where they are now. Right, 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 where they are today. (laughs) Dude, so many tag teams. Yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to do that. We're going to do an NXT retro show where we talk about, like, the history of the NXT tag team division. Because it was short, but it was deep. Yeah, fact. It was deep, man. 
uh, it was deep, dude. Like I can't even. I really feel like there is a ta- a pivotal tag team that we're miss missing though. I kind of feel like we are too, cause so many. Like there's been so many. Uh huh. I'm feel I'm gonna compile that list. I'm gonna compile that list. I'm definitely we definitely gotta meet up at some point. Like maybe Friday ish or like maybe on Sunday ish. Where we shit, I'm do down like, for whatever. Like we just do like a, a a retrospective on the NXT tag team division. And I'm talking from black and yellow to the day. Like just do a retrospective. Because I mean that said it says a lot. It says a lot. Like, oh you, you well, oh shit! I'm I'm looking at Neville was a two time. His original yeah. partner was Oliver Gray. Yeah, Oliver Gray. Yeah, Oliver Gray left. He got released. Yeah, like Oliver. Oh, Gray. bro, we we forget. that's who it was. I knew it was a pivotal team. We were forgetting. It's What's the up? revival. Oh yeah, the revival, of course. Can't forget the revival. American Alpha. <laughs> yeah, American Alpha. Sanity. Yeah, Sanity was in the next. Undisputed too. Era, Mustache Mountain. Man, listen. NXT tags. War Raiders. <laughs> yeah. Street Profits. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the Broser Weights, bro. The Bruiser Weights, yeah. No, yeah. the Broser Weights. Uh, Matt Riddle and uh Pete Dunn were the tag team champions. And then Pete Dunn, but th- that was literally right before the pandemic. Yeah, and then Pete that... Dunn's like, Visa. No, that, I mean that that's further up. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's further that counts, up. But that's like right after like they were a team, but they weren't like a legit team. Like came in together, ran it together. I know who we forgot, bruh. Who? Fa- Brizango. Yeah, well, uh, I don't count Brizango. Here's why. Tyler Breeze was the fucking man in NXT. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, as facts, a singles facts. competitor, his in-ring skill, although he never won the NXT championship, his in-ring, mm-hmm. he's another one of those people whose abilities in the ring overtook the gimmick. But I also liked the gimmick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he's a supermodel. He a pretty face. Yeah, he, he not a wrestler for real. I can't. I, 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 when it comes to NXT and Tyler Breeze, I only know one Tyler Breeze. Breezango doesn't count to me. <laughs> it just doesn't. It was fun on the main roster. Plus, that's another reason why I don't count. It was a main roster team that came back. It just didn't sit guess, well. Yeah. But, like, woo, we got to do an NXT retrospective, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I'm most definitely down for that. Yeah, oh man, just thinking about like just going back and like all the black and yellow and just looking at the great teams and talent that they had. Actually, we could make that part of the. I could probably make that part of the weekly one, but I don't know. What the hell made me start watching NXT? I just started watching it because it was on Hulu. No, that's when I started watching it, when it was on Hulu. But I'm trying to remember. Oh, it was The Shield. It was because uh, 
No, no, it wasn't even the shield. It was Big E. It was Big E Langston, and they said uh, he was the current when he was Dolph Ziggler's bodyguard. He was the current uh, NXT champion. I'm like, what the hell is that? And you no, know, didn't did the dog it and oh, look at this uh, you know, gem. You know, man, you start watching. It's even before the shield and all of that even popped up. What made me, what hooked me was when you had Leo Kruger. Uh-huh. All right. And he was stalking somebody on there. Oh, you know, look, look, look. my first time watching was that, that blowover match. That, that blow off match. Because the next time Leo Kruger appeared on TV, he, he was wasn't Adam even Rose. Leo Kruger no more. He was Adam Rose on the main roster. Uh, and I'm I sitting there like, yo, this he, his name wasn't just that when I just saw him. He was Leo Kruger, man. I seen him put on hella matches. Him and Corey, uh, it was before Corey Graves even popped up. He was talking somebody. I think it was because um, around that time, he had Cash and Cash's own no feud with um, Ricky Steamboat's son. If he was on there. Oh, oh, Richie, Richie. Richie Steamboat, yeah. So it's like, man, like, they was putting on decent matches even then. So I'm like, okay, it's no longer a game show. They're trying to make it a legit thing now. Right, right. And I'm glued. I'm glued. Uh, they had an old boy that used to come out with the alligator thing on. He was just on Vice TV doing something about how he took over his uh, swamp tours for his mom and stuff. We had an alligator helmet on or whatever. It was weird. It was a weird time in the next season. Oh, Trying to remember, you ain't you ain't talking about uh, the 19-year-old boy that was on Tough Enough, are you? The heavy set dude, Nico. Yeah, the heavy set dude. That's yeah, what, yeah. That he, he, he was on NXT at one point in time. He's come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I remember it, it didn't last long. It didn't last. Nah, long. he was there for a little, like a cup of coffee. But yeah, man, like NXT, seeing where it was and seeing where it ended up, it's kind of like it's sweet, but it's a bittersweet because there's a lot of hidden gem matches. On that old NXT, man. Yeah. And they tagged no, me. I used to tell my cousin every no. day, like, you gotta watch NXT, bro. You gotta watch this. He's like, I watch enough wrestling. You gotta check this shit out. No, look, <laughs> it, it, it's, it, if you, when you're talking to people, right, you gotta remove remove the WWE umbrella because they're just gonna look, oh, it's just another WWE show, though, for real. But when you actually watching it, you realize, like, oh, this is its own separate thing. Well, yeah. back then it was. Like, he wasn't lying when the fan base said, like, it was bubbling beneath the surface. He said, right, we gave you, we gave it to you, and you made it a brand. Like, I saw the growth even in the beginning. I'm like, this is gonna be something. It's going to be something big, and it did. It's just in a weird state. Well, you knew, you knew once that uh, that first takeover special came, it was going to take off. Uh, you knew it was over when they started doing better numbers than uh <laughs> than the actual pay per views. We're huh. tuning in for NXT on oh, Saturday. And yeah, Sunday, we'll that like, was really a thing. Woo. That was really a thing, though, for real. Man, those takeovers. We only have four a year. We only have four a year. And they would just take over. Like, it, it was literally a takeover. You'll see the numbers for NXT, and then you'll see the numbers for the uh, for Royal Rumble, and you're like, what the fuck happened? It, it was times where I wouldn't even watch the pay-per-views because I was so no, worn out for NXT, no, bro. No, bro. It was times that I, I wouldn't even watch Royal SmackDown. I would just watch NXT, and people, I would say that to people. Like, what the fuck? What, what a, 
But, bro, you just got to watch it to understand it, though, for real. Like, all the politics play out on Raw and SmackDown. If you, But if you were, at that point in time, if you wanted to see pure wrestling, you watch it NXT. It was like I was a kid again, yo. It was like I was a kid again. I I, I couldn't wait for them to sell NXT merch. Like, I'm like, man, oh, what that Enzo Amore shirt coming out? What is that coming out? Granted, I didn't have the money at the time to get them. But... you, you know that that make make you feel it make you like appreciate like that moment you had in time, right? Yeah. You look on if if you pay attention to the indie scene, the 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 the, the little girl is an independent wrestler now. Yeah. The, the the Bailey girl, she's yeah. an indi- a full independent competing. I'm like God, I'm like God. This was just a little damn. That was that long ago. Damn. Yeah, man. Like it was that NXT at that time. It changed the game. It did. That's all I can really say about it. Like, it changed the game. It made Vince look at everything with fresh eyes. Like, yo, what is Triple H doing that I'm not doing that's getting these numbers? I kind of wish that he would have took it in another direction and actually, like, understood how out of touch he was. But, man, it was a special moment in time that we'll probably never get back. I'm going to just be real with mm-hmm. you. Like, that NXT black and yellow era... Before, and I'm talking before we had the real, like, before it became a mainstream. Mm-hmm. That TakeOver, everything after TakeOver Brooklyn 2. After I, the, no, no, I, I feel it was, the one where the rematch was done. That's where I feel like, that was 2, right? Brooklyn 2. The, right. the, the rematch between Bailey and Sasha? Yeah, that was NXT Brooklyn 2. After that, yeah, I kind of that's why I'm like, like, okay, after that takeover, Brooklyn, too. Vince saw got that, his hands on, yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah, he kind of saw that magic slowly fading away. But everything leading up to Brooklyn, too, it's like, man, I can't wait. Who gonna show up next? Who debuting next? They, you know what, they were on the stride that AEW's kind of on right now. I kind of mm. feel like that NXT black and yellow was kind of kind of inspired AEW and how they do things. Because, like I said, it was just a special moment in time. It was just a special moment in time. And we'll never get it back. So, yeah, it, look out for that retrospective. That retrospective. So, bro, I've really been sitting here wrestling. Like, who the hell was that fourth person in that fatal four way match at that takeover? Oh, uh, NXT takeover. Yeah, NXT takeover was one. The one where it was Tyson Kidd versus uh, they they had a tag they had a oh, tag yeah. team match on Raw the night the week before yeah. you know I'm like oh they debuting but it was just to give exposure to NXT but it was uh Sami Zayn Tyler Breeze uh, Neville and Tyson Kidd and oh, no, Tyson like Kidd most definitely went down there and rejuvenated himself yeah it was NXT takeover Fatal Four Way. Fatal Four Way, yeah, September 11th. You know what? That was the match that convinced that convinced me that that Tyler Breeze was legit. Yeah, yeah, that that was it for me too. That that was the match that convinced me that Tyler Breeze. And I actually legit. think, I actually think it was a couple spots in that match where it was like, where it was like, damn, is he gonna win this? Yeah. Yeah. That's, man, listen. 
kids and that was my kids to debut. Yeah. Uh, Bull Dim- what happened to Bull Dempsey? Oh, Bull, Bull, Bullshit. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Bull Dempsey. What happened to hey, Bull, Bull Dempsey? Dempsey and- no, I thought he was an impact at one point in time. Was he? Yeah, Bull Dempsey. I mean, yeah, I could be man. wrong. Oh, man. Uh, Tyler Breeze versus Jushin Liger. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, listen, like I said, man, after Brooklyn. But, uh, where was we at on SmackDown still, right? Yeah, yeah we finished SmackDown. We got, uh, Are we good? Oh, we good? We, we, get, we got the bread and butter to talk about now. We got AW Double or Nothing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, know you know what? What are you no, doing? What are you doing on Wednesday? I'm I'm free. Want to just cover AW on Wednesday? Make that part of the uh, cover the whole thing. Yeah, make that part of the weekly. Uh, make that part of the weekly. Uh, work. Do that first. AW. Well, when we can talk about it. Uh, yeah. Uh, look, AW goes off at ten, right? Yeah. So what you want to do it before or after? Um, I could all work at this night. Oh, then, but right, we could do this however you want to do it, bro. All right, so I hit you up Wednesday, and uh, we can talk about that on the uh, make that part, make our first episode of the Blue Corner. So all right, cool. Uh, so that's what we're gonna do. So um, I don't know if y'all heard the beginning of the episode, but I'm gonna do this thing called the. I don't even know if I recorded it. So I got a new segment coming. We're gonna call it the Midweek Warmer. Where, you know, we talk about AEW and Impact and MLW, you know, whatever comes up. But we definitely going to cover AEW from the week prior to kind of set people up for AEW this week. And that'll give us a little room to kind of like squeeze in a little stuff that we don't get a chance to talk about so that we don't drag this on too long. Cause we got an hour 45 and this is a lot of information to process. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of opens up that little window in between you know i might be solo one day i might have jim here with me one day you know just you know so we can kind of throw some stuff out there and fill you fill you up get you ready for aw and then kind of toss some little gems you might have heard along the way i kind of feel like that'd be a good concept but uh yeah that's that's where we at so we're gonna save double or nothing for the midweek warm-up that'll be dropping what? Wednesday is the first. So we're going to drop that mm, well, later on today. You free today? Or you free Wednesday? Yeah, I'm, bro, I'm free whenever. School right. out. School is out. Okay, well, we're going to drop that later today. Tuesday, May 31st. And we're gonna, actually, we're going to record it Tuesday, May 31st. We're going to drop it Wednesday in the morning. So that way, Y'all be all ready to go for AEW that night. So, this has been your boy, Zetamine TV. Jim West TV. Y'all listen to the Two the Map WrestleCast. And uh, we out.